Welcome back to another episode of the MSK Project. I am Joy, your host, and today's topic is titled, Protect Your Peace. Now, as I said before, I wanted to stand on my word of releasing two episodes back-to-back weekends, and so that is why I'm here today. Um, Please forgive me if it sounds like I have a list because my um, wisdom teeth are coming in and so I am in a a little bit of pain but I still wanted to release this episode so it may just be a bit shorter um, just because of me not being able to talk (laughs) properly but that's all right the Lord still has a word for us today so it's fine Um, so I'm gonna go ahead and open up with prayer and we'll get straight into it okay Holy Spirit we welcome you into this discussion I thank you, Lord, for allowing us to make it here once again. Um, I thank you for giving us the desire to want to know more about you and want to read your word more. Father, I ask that you would just open our minds to understand, open our ears to hear, and open our eyes to see what your word is trying to say to us. Father, I thank you for giving us um, a mind to even want to, to know you and to know more about you because not too many people want to. And so I give you thanks. I give you praise in Jesus name. I pray. Amen. So when I looked up the definition, the website definition of the word peace, so many definitions hopped up. So I just tried to, you know, seep through them and see which ones would best fit and go with our word for today. So the definition I found was freedom from disquieting or oppressive thoughts or emotions. And then another one I saw was like, or a state of tranquility. Um, So the main thing I just wanted to talk about today, I just felt like um, I've had a lot of people asking me this lately, but I've also been going through it myself. Um, But of just how to deal with like those overwhelming thoughts as a believer um, and just remembering the authority we have. Um, Because a lot of times we get into this Christian walk in, even if you're not a Christian, I mean, people deal with um, a lot of overwhelming thoughts or intrusive thoughts, rather you're in the world or you're a Christian, it doesn't matter. But most people, or a lot of people feel like when they accept Christ into their life, they think that, you know, we automatically have life easy or that things are supposed to become, you know, like peaches and cream, like everything just turned from life was horrible and now it's great. And to a certain extent, yes, that's true. But those thoughts that the enemy threw at you, are you in the world? Like that doesn't change just because you come become a Christian. Um, the only difference is that we have someone on our side to kind of make it better. Whereas in the world, you probably were fighting it on your own or you were trying to, you know, confide in other people. Um, but peace is so much more than a feeling. If you listen to one, um, one of my previous episodes um, on joy versus happiness, you will know that Um, Peace is also a fruit of the spirit. And with that being said, just as joy is much more than a feeling, so is peace. It's also a mindset. You know, 
we're not always in a peaceful headspace. Everything is not always like completely clear in our minds. However, it's a mindset and it's um, a way of life. We get our peace through Christ. So the main two Bible verses I wanted to come from, I'm pretty sure a lot of people know them, but the first one I want to read from is first Peter five and seven, and I am reading out of Amplified. Um, and it says, casting all your cares, all your anxieties, all your worries, and all your concerns once and for all on him, for he cares about you with deepest affection and watches over you carefully. That in itself um, is just a great reminder um, that we are supposed to cast our cares on Christ. And when it says cast, that means we're kind of giving it over to him. And so with God being our heavenly father, this is a great way of him saying, like, I want you to feel comfortable enough to bring me all of those things, to lay all your worries down at my feet so that you don't have to carry them. He literally tells us that, you know, uh, what I can't remember what verse it is, but when we when we come into this walk, he tells us that his his um, yoke is easy and his burden is light. And that's what we're supposed to take upon ourselves. He takes on those heavy things. Um, but what ends up happening is that we believe that we need to cast our cares upon our friends or upon family. But that becomes an issue because people are imperfect. We try to pour out all of our deepest thoughts, our deepest worries on these people, these imperfect people, and they can't really help us. And it's not their fault. Don't get me wrong. You can get great advice out of people, but not everyone can truly help you get through that. You know what I mean? And so what sets us apart from the world, them confiding in imperfect people, people and risking their peace, you know, because I know sometimes a couple of times, actually, when I have went and confided in someone else, you know, wanting some type of response or wanting some type of comfort, and they don't even, you know what I'm saying, fulfill that. Like I had this expectation going in of telling them and spilling all, you know, my guts out, and then they don't even respond in the right way. And once again, it's not always on that person to know, but when you're able to pour it out on God, it becomes less of a burden to you. Because you just let it go to him. Like, who is he going to tell? <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Unless he wants someone to pray for you on your behalf. But who is he going to tell that's going to be messy or drama out to make it much worse than what it has to be? Um, in this book, Jackie Hill Perry, in her book, Holier Than Thou, she has this quote that I have highlighted. It says, if God is holy, then he can't sin. If God can't sin, then he can't sin against me. And if he can't sin against me, Shouldn't that make him the most trustworthy being there is? And that right there shuts down everything. God is perfect. He can't sin against us. So us confiding in him, we know that he can't go and tell someone else with uh, an, an evil intent. He won't go and talk behind our back and gossip. He won't, um, you know, lie about what we said. Like he... He won't do any of those things because he's incapable of sinning. And that right there is enough for me to be like, hey, like if I don't have anyone else to tell this to, I can tell the Lord. In order for your peace to be protected, it requires that someone has to guard or defend it. The verse I have for this one 
um, is Isaiah 26 and 3. And when I go through any type of um, stages where I'm overthinking or intrusive thoughts are coming, this is the exact verse that the Lord told me to write down and to kind of recite over myself, which is Isaiah 26 and 3. And it says, you will keep in perfect and constant peace the one whose mind is steadfast, that is committed and focused on you in both inclination and character, because he trusts and take refuge in you with hope and confident expectation. Now, let me read that in New King James Version just to shorten it up. And it says, you will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. You see, when we trust in the Lord, he is the defender of our thoughts. There's no longer anything that we have to do on our end. When we trust him, it means we know that we can't do anything about it, but we trust that he can. And if you feel like you lack faith in that area, ask God, hey, could you help me in my unbelief? Someone in the Bible literally asked, Lord, help me in my unbelief because he just didn't know. Make it easier on yourself and allow someone else, allow him to take the burden, allow him to take the burden. And you see, there is a verse in the Bible that says, you know, a double minded man is unstable in in all his ways. So for him to tell us, um, you will keep him in perfect peace for whose mind is stayed on you. If your mind is on him, you cannot physically Think on all of your worries, on all of your concerns, on all the bills you have to pay, on all the things that are coming at you right now. You can't keep your mind stayed on him and all of those other things. That's why he tells us to keep our mind on him, because everything outside of that, everything outside of him, he's dealing with it. And that should give us peace in that as well. And like I said, if you feel like you are a type of person that does constantly overthink or does constantly you know, have these intrusive thoughts going on. I do urge you to try to write down Isaiah 26 and 3, write it on a sticky note or something and stick it on your door, your mirror and recite that to yourself when those thoughts try to come in. Because I say it all the time and I'm going to continue to say it. The enemy can put thoughts into your head, but he cannot read your mind. Only God can do that. And so even when those thoughts are, when, even when he when the enemy is dropping those thoughts into your head, even when he is trying to speak those things into your mind, remember that only God can see those thoughts. He's the only one that can read them. And so don't react out of a way that's saying like, I'm frantic, I'm I'm anxious, I'm depressed now because of this, because of that. You don't have to react out of that. You can react out of peace and saying, Lord, you already know my thoughts. You know what's being thrown at my mind right now. You know what I'm thinking. But I choose to have peace in you. Or if you can't, if you can't even fathom how to get your mind off of it, go read your word. Focus on that. Take some notes down. Because I promise you, as soon as you open his word and you start thinking on that, you start thinking on the good things of life, the good things of Christ. When you start thinking like that, you'll be so overwhelmed with goodness and his peace that you forget about those other things. And like I said, this is not something that, you know, your peace is not something that it just happens and it stays there forever. It's not like you're never going to be fought with thoughts again, because that's not true. Anybody who has ever told you that when you come into Christ, everything bad goes away, that's not true. So please do know that thoughts will be thrown at you. 
Anxious thoughts will be thrown at you. Concerns and worries will be thrown at you. That's a part of our life. But we do have the option to have peace in Christ and allow his Holy Spirit to defend your thoughts. Read his word and and remember this verse as a reminder just so you, you can run straight to it when those thoughts are thrown at you. So that's all I have for today. I want to thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of the MSK Project. If you haven't done so already, please do um, follow us on follow me on Instagram um, and to keep up with updates. Um, and I'm gonna go ahead and do the sinner's prayer. So if you haven't given your life to the Lord before, or you haven't done it in a while, um, please repeat after me. Lord, I know that I am a sinner. I confess in my heart that you are the Son of God. I believe you died on the cross for me. So I ask that you would cleanse me and wash me of all of my sins. I accept you into my life. I make you Lord of my life. And from this day forward, I choose to serve you. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Welcome to the kingdom. Please do not just say that prayer and think that that was enough. After you said this prayer and you meant it in your heart, please continue to read your word. Continue to ask that the Lord would give you wisdom and understanding of his word, that you would grow in him, not just saying this one time and not changing your lifestyle, but ask that he would change your heart and and your actions, that you would truly be different after this this moment. All right. Y'all have a great weekend. Please be safe. And I will see you on the next episode of the MSK Project.